Welcome to Allegrativity Powercast with Allegra Sinclair. Are you ready to punch fear in the face, show up, and tell your story? Stay tuned for tools to get you unstuck and resources to help you develop your story so you can share it with the world. Here is your host, Allegra Sinclair. Hi, this is Allegra. Welcome to the Powercast. Today we're talking about punching fear in the throat. A few weeks ago, I introduced my punch fear in the throat concept. Have you recovered yet? Good, because I want to poke that bear some more this week. First, let me make it clear that I'm encouraging worldwide punching of fear in the throat. We will talk about removing toxic peoples, some call them haters, from your life on another day. But right now I'm totally focused on silencing fear. So nobody can say that I was advocating violence in case there's a mad rush of women punching each other in the throat. I did not say that. Are we clear on that? Good. Now, I promised you that by silencing your inner critic or that drive-by confidence assassin, that awesome would happen, and it will. I defend the use of the image of punching something in the throat because it does a great job of creating a sense of urgency, and we need that. If I feel like there's a fist flying towards my throat, I probably have a pretty quick passion and desire for making sure that that fist doesn't connect. Often we don't act until there's an urgent need to do so. We're especially comfortable procrastinating if we aren't sure what the results of our action will be. So I want you to be a little nervous because I want to know how long are you going to wait to let us see how fabulous you are? How much time are you willing to give to that confidence assassin? I hope the answer is no more. If you're not doing something that you really want to do and fear is holding you back, what is it that you're afraid of? You don't have to tell me, but spend a little time thinking about that because you can kill any ghost by bringing it into the light. If fear is a barrier to becoming more powerful, we have to know what we're afraid of in order to overcome it. Perhaps you're afraid of failure. Okay, that's valid. It's natural to want to avoid all the powerfully negative emotions that can come with a failure. But what about fear of success? I haven't done the research, but I suspect that many more women are afraid of success than they are of failure. That doesn't seem to make sense. Why would that be? Because they may not know what success looks like. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Maybe they've never achieved success before. Maybe they don't know anyone who they think has achieved success before. And the unknown is scary. Suppose you have a suspicion that success looks angry or lonely or fat. Who is signing up for that? Suppose you believe that your success means you'll have to leave too many things behind or too many people behind. I should have warned you, this is one of those big girl panties podcasts. Sometimes we think that if we achieve something new, get somewhere better, really show up that we're going to lose all our relationships. But suppose that isn't true. Suppose none of these negative beliefs are true. Suppose you won't fail and success makes you look thinner and younger. Once you punch fear in the throat so that you can hear yourself think, you may realize that most of your fears are ancient and you don't even believe them anymore. 
or you may have so much evidence to dispute your fear that it doesn't hurt to simply let them go. I am aiming my virtual fist at that pervasive, sneaky doubt that creeps into your mind and whispers, you can't do it, and who do you think you are to even try? If we listen to or repeat lies often enough, they can become beliefs, deep-seated, heavy, self-limiting beliefs that weigh us down and keep us from becoming more. I saw this great graphic the other day that said, Real difficulties can be overcome. It's only the imaginary ones that are unconquerable. If I had a hanky, I'd be waving it right now. We are all afraid of something, probably lots of things, but some of them aren't serving us any longer, and they're powerless if we really take a look at them. You may never be completely without fear. You think that's okay? I do. I put my cape down a long time ago and I have no intention of picking it back up. But I will say this, I believe Wonder Woman had fears. So did Batgirl and the Bionic Woman. But they silenced their fears and showed up anyway. How did they do that? And more importantly, how can you? Here are three suggestions. Use positive self-talk throughout the day. I know for some of you that sounds a little woo-woo but really it's not. You've already decided to stop listening to your inner critic, right? Great. Well, it's critical that you are intentional about filling that space, that mental real estate with positive truths. You need to fill that space that's being vacated by the negative fears that you silenced or fear can and probably will slither right back in. Ridding your mind of junk is creating fertile ground just like weeding your garden. If you weed and you don't plant flowers or some sort of seeds, the weeds will come back, right? I'm just saying. You can't speak well of yourself one time. Do it several times a day. You could do it all day if you want to. You're talking to yourself. Nobody can hear but you. I have plenty of affirmations on my website. Just go to AllegraSinclair.com and look for powerful thoughts. You can use any of those as a starting point. Here's suggestion number two, and I know, bear with me, it's going to sound a little crazy. Write yourself a love letter. I know, it sounds silly, but if you grab a piece of paper and start creating a list of all the things you like about yourself or that anyone has ever complimented you for, I bet you start to like it. Include skills, talents, past successes, everything. And then keep this love letter somewhere you can refer to it often in case you start to see that sneaky inner critic trying to slide back into your neighborhood. Now, here's a dangerous thought. But you could pull out an old love letter. As long as you don't get lost and distracted and all wrapped up in who sent it and wherever that person may be right now, you can pull out that old love letter, you know, something that meant something to you, rewrite it to yourself in the first person kind of falling in love with that idea as I say it out loud. I might have to try that, like maybe tonight. (laughs) The third suggestion is to show up. Start participating more in your life. It's hard to get wrapped up in fearful thoughts if you are so actively engaged in whatever positive things you have going on. If you are connecting with your audience and telling your story everywhere you go, in a powerful way, you can't hear the old lies. 
they will get shouted down like a heckler at the Oprah Winfrey show. Speak up and offer your opinions, your thoughts, your value. You don't have to have the answer to world peace to participate in a conversation. Show up and just be you. That is plenty. Listening to fears will damage your self-esteem. Sometimes we can walk away from our fears, but when they're in our own heads, we have to confront them. Dare I say it, even punch them in the throat to get them under control. So what do you really want to do? And what are you afraid of? What's keeping you from doing that thing that keeps whispering to you in the middle of the night? Go to the website and jump into the conversation or leave me a comment here. I'd love to know what fear you've identified and what you're going to do about silencing it. See you next time. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes. You can find show notes and more great content on the blog at AllegraSinclair.com.